Welcome to The Music Reel. I'm your host, Nicola Burton, and today I'm speaking with Australian actor Ben Steele. Now, Ben is also the director for the groundbreaking documentary, The Show Must Go On, which exposed us to a very raw and real um, situation where there's so much mental health challenges in the entertainment industry. So, Ben, thank you so much for joining me today. How are you going? My pleasure. Thanks for having me, Nicole, and hey to everybody out there. Yeah, I'm, I'm going pretty good, actually. I think it's it's a challenging time for everybody, isn't it, really? Uh, it is. Lots of ups and downs. I couldn't have this conversation without speaking to you because after that groundbreaking film that you made, it really exposed something that we in the entertainment industry, we've known about for such a long time, but I guess the fans haven't really understood the challenges and the sacrifices of the people who are making it happen for them. So I guess let's start with your lockdown. Tell me about your lockdown, how you're going and how it's impacted on what you plan to do for 2020. What's your lockdown story? Yeah, so I, I guess um, like many people in uh, arts and entertainment from the 13th of March uh, when the Grand Prix kind of got cancelled, um, everything from that point forward, just everything just started falling away. Um, from my perspective, we were just about to start touring nationally and, and heading over to New Zealand with the, the film, with the documentary, doing screenings and, and kind of Q&A, kind of panel workshop, kind of wellbeing discussions. Um, yeah, so all of that just evaporated uh, and we had to find a way to navigate to try to see what could we do. Fortunately, um, some of those events were able to transfer online, but a lot of them weren't. Um, I was also, after that tour for about six weeks, I was meant to be joining uh, the roadshow for the Melbourne Comedy Festival as a tour manager. So kind of working with uh, the comedians and, and the crew, kind of, you know, helping them kind of navigate around Australia, um, which the Comedy Festival also, as you're probably aware, got cancelled. So from going from, you know, just about to start being a busy probably 12 to 14 weeks and, and also earning income, um, just went to nothing and um, just trying to figure out how you're going to kind of navigate. I think people in arts and entertainment and freelancers or contractors generally are kind of used to having our fingers in a few pies and kind of keeping a few projects on the go and maybe that one's going to go, go well and that one's going to fall away. So we're kind of used to that in the normal situation. But now, obviously, there's just, you know, pretty much shut down across the whole industry with only small levels now, months later, starting to get back up and going again. So the, the overarching big picture of uncertainty, no one's ever dealt with before. No. So I think a lot of people like myself are, are struggling quite a lot right now. And when you made that documentary, you know, we thought that it was bad then. Here we are with absolutely no certainty. So you're in Victoria, so you're in your second lockdown and mm -hmm. we're watching New South Wales start to restrict what are happening with their live venues. So I'm in Queensland. We don't have, I think we've got zero community transmission cases, but our pubs and clubs are not wanting to book anything because everyone's mm. just watching and waiting and there's so much uncertainty. So I guess from your perspective, you've taken this journey through the whole mental health with yourself and other people in the industry. Mm. What tips would you give people in order just to keep their head in this time of, well, no one knows what's coming? Yeah, I think to a certain degree, we just have to kind of surrender to the reality. Um, and what I try to do myself is not, uh, 
having my thoughts um, stay too long going down that picture of what I'm losing or what I'm missing out on. I think it's okay to have those kind of thoughts. I think it's okay that they, and they're quite natural that those things kind of pop up. But I think where we can actually uh, get the control is kind of having awareness about that and kind of going, eh, no, not today. I'm not going to go down that spiral of, I'm actually going to go, okay, just, just take a breath. Um, and, and kind of look for other things that we, you know, can try to be doing. And, you know, and, and some people, um, you know, just, just, just getting by the day is fantastic and a great achievement and enough. You don't have to do this and do that and do this. You know, I think just kind of taking the moment to kind of pause and reflect. And I know that's really difficult. And it was for me as well, particularly in the first couple of months, uncertainty of income. It's like, oh my goodness, how am I going to get through? Um, but so I know it's really, really challenging just to say, you know, just take a pause when all you want to do is kind of get back to work or figure out another way that you can bring in some revenue from a completely different industry or something like that. Um, so that's what I've been trying to do. I mean, one of the other factors for me <clears throat> through making the documentary, I had a new understanding of the things that actually did calm me down and bring me kind of peace. One being surfing, which I can't do anymore. The other was going to the gym, which I can't do anymore. So for me, that's personally been really challenging because the two main areas of kind of just doing something for myself and spending time by myself and something physical that feels quite nice as well um, and in, in nature with the surfing as well, just incredibly powerful. I get so much out of it. And so that's the big one that I'm still trying to grapple with. How do I kind of just surrender to that and kind of let go of, okay, that's, you know, it's not gone away forever. It's still there watching a few more, you know, surf videos online and stuff to kind of take myself mentally into that, you know, beautiful place. Um, so that's, I think that's one thing. I think also um, doing stuff for other people. And so obviously I'm on this mission to kind of help try to improve uh, mental health and well-being for the entertainment and arts kind of sector and also society at large, really uh, by having these conversations. So, trying to find something you can do to kind of help other people is I think also a really good thing because then you kind of, you feel good at the end of the day and it doesn't even have to be as, you know, um, as big a scope as that. It can actually just, you know, just, you know, checking with your neighbor or something quite simple that you kind of regularly do that you kind of go, okay, I'm, I'm actually contributing. I'm doing something good. Um, I think is also really important. But that's the thing, isn't it? I'm in your film, Sam Neill said, you are not what you do, right? Mm -hmm. And so when you can't go and be a tour manager, you can't take your show on the road. And, you know, the artists that we work with, who am I if I can't go out and perform? Who am I? What's the value that I bring to the world if I can't do what it is that I do that I think is me? And I think you're right in saying making that contribution, thinking mm -hmm. outside of yourself, going to help somebody else, it's not about you then. You're actually mm. focusing the light outside of yourself. I think that's a really mm. very valuable tip that you've given people, Ben. And I think um, it's at the core of actually what we do as uh, performers or entertainers or technicians on crew or, or whatever we do. I think at its core, if you really, really break it down, why we actually you know, love it is because we feel like we are contributing to something. We're kind of helping people we're telling human stories we're revealing bits about humanity 
So we are actually con contributing. So if we're not able to do that main thing that, you know, that brings us that feel good feeling, um, it can be quite challenging. So I think just identifying that perhaps that may be at the core of why you love what you do. And then just at the moment, just try to find some other more simple, achievable things that you can help other people with. A hundred percent. And we were speaking with um, a gentleman who runs the Mental Awareness Foundation in Queensland. I'm not sure if you've heard about them. They do the Walk for Awareness every year. Okay. And yep, yep. he said the most important thing is to feel every single thing. Allow yourself to be sad. Feel it. Don't rush it. And then allow yourself to be frustrated and then angry and feel every single thing and don't beat yourself up for feeling it. Because oh, yeah, totally, totally. And that's one of the things I learnt uh, through making the film as well about my own personal um, aspects of, you know, emotional world and the psychology of, of things for me was that there is I guess a perception or a mindset about pursuing happiness and all the good emotions and the good feelings and not wanting to go near or feel the negative ones like pain or hurt or frustration or disappointment or whatever it might be but they're all part of the human experience you kind of can't just pick and choose the good ones and forget about or not deal with or not feel the bad ones it's all part of the human experience. And what I found is that the negative ones, to put a label on it, um, they're the ones where the greatest growth and lessons kind of come from. So yeah. if you actually allow yourself to feel it and then kind of drill down a little bit of why am I having this reaction from, it's generally something external <laughs> that you're out of control of, like this person, this thing, this gig, this whatever. Um, why am I having such a big reaction to that? And then you actually learn a little bit more about yourself and you can actually choose at that point, once you have the awareness, how you're going to deal with it, how you are going to react in a healthier way for yourself. Very wise. And think about it, all the films, all the music, if we just released positive, uplifting films and uplifting music, half of the industry wouldn't happen, right? <laughs> no <laughs> breakup right. songs. Exactly. Exactly. So... The industry is a reflection of how we as humans process emotions. Mm. And so I think what you've actually shared is really important to anyone who's watching this. Now, you've been doing, I guess, you've been doing Facebook Lives with um, your cast for the Shamus Club? Oh, we've, we've got one coming up actually this Sunday. Yeah, Sunday the 26th of July at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard uh -huh. Time. Um, yes, yeah, so it's the first time actually I'm bringing all the cast, uh, the main cast together, most of the main cast. Um, yeah, so as we've been touring around and doing some online kind of uh, events, uh, we've had the odd cast member, but this is the first time that we're going to be having everybody together at the same time. So I'm really excited to, um, for them to actually chat to each other as well because we shot their interviews separately, obviously. So some of them haven't even met each other. So I'm really looking forward to it. It'll be good to hear everyone's perspective on the lockdown because mm. I've had 170 um, interviews already since March doing the music reel and so many of people, wow. and you wouldn't think it, they're going, this is an opportunity. We've had the time and space we haven't had for so long and we get to reimagine what we could possibly do outside of the standard mechanism of this industry. So I'm keen to hear what your cast members say just to see what their perspective is because, look, like you said, we're super creative beings in this industry Something happens, we'll go that way in order to face it, right? We, we'll just deal with whatever. So I think if anyone is positioned to recover, it's us, right? Yeah, we can be incredibly <laughs> resilient. I mean, that was, the one, that was one thing that actually um, has happened to me, which is maybe worth validating for people because they might be feeling the same out there, a bit of pressure. Um, going through this lockdown and this uncertainty, I kind of 
um, it, it, it kind of did start to eat away at my creativity. So I know that's not necessarily the experience for everybody. A lot of people have been quite productive, you know, creating music or, or doing things creatively. Um, but yeah, I was, I was kind of a little bit the opposite that it, it kind of took away my um, motivation or, or purpose to create new. Like I started at the beginning of the year before lockdown, I had a couple of new do- documentary ideas that I was slowly starting to develop. Um, and I haven't been able to kind of revisit them at the moment. Um, and so the way that I've kind of been just going easy on myself is kind of, again, surrendering to that. Okay, that's okay. Well, maybe the time's not right for, you know, creating something new and giving birth to something new and putting energy in that. Maybe it's time for a bit more reflection or continuing on with the show must go on's kind of journey. So I just thought it might be important to kind of validate that because I have heard that back from a few other creative people as well that, they, they, their initial reaction was great. I'm going to have more time to read scripts or read some plays or do, you know, create something new. But then when they went to do it, because of this whole uncertainty kind of around everything, they didn't have the motivation or, or the will to kind of do it. So I thought that might be important to highlight. That makes sense, doesn't it? Because to create, you have to have that space of nothingness first. Mm. And also the stimulation, like sometimes we yeah. do on connections and outside experiences and being out there in the world in order for us to have this. So if we're kind of shut down yeah. outside or limiting our exposure to things outside, it kind of makes sense that our stimulus is not there perhaps. Exactly. And I think for anyone who's watching this, if you're feeling the same way as Ben, it's part of the process. There's nothing wrong with you. or Like so many people are going through the same thing. So let's, let's do a call for action, Ben. What can, what can we do? We, we need a call for action. So fans that, you know, when they feel like shit and they watch the movie, they watch the show, they listen to the music, they have benefited from the creatives in the world. How, how can they help our industry to recover? What's your thoughts? Yeah, it's a really interesting one because I think <clears throat> on the live performance side, it's, it's really difficult to know when things are going to kind of come back to normal so they can purchase tickets, for example. Um, I think, I think even just sharing the love and kind of spreading the awareness and kind of acknowledging, um, that, you know, people in the creative industries are struggling right now. Cause that was one thing that I was really, really lacking, um, from federal government, um, that I found really, really hurtful. Like I was in tears some mornings waking up and, and hearing the news or, or the broken promises that there might be some support coming for, for our industry or our, you know, my colleagues and things. Um, and, and just the lack of acknowledgement that there was a lot of pain going on. I know they've got, you know, many, many industries that they're looking after and so many things going on, but it just almost felt like from ScoMo and Paul Fletcher, who's meant to be our kind of minister um, for the arts federally, um, just that lack of awareness to kind of say, hey, it's okay. You know, we've got this. You know, you guys are really important and thank you for contributing so much. So I think just that constant thing that we see popping up sometimes from fans out there kind of appreciating and thanking the arts, I think will go a long way to make us kind of feel, okay, yes, we... People, people are seeing us. People are acknowledging um, how we contribute to the society. And it doesn't always have to be financial, even though you know, creative industries bring in quite a lot of uh, billions of dollars every year to the economy. Yes, I think, what is it, $112 billion in Australia, which is like 
not, you know, that's not a small thing. And if we don't do it, everyone's going to notice that we're not there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think, I, I mean, I never, th- I never think that there will ever be nothing unless there's, you know, apocalypse or something like that. But um, because we have this need to create and to share our stories and to reflect back to society how everybody's going and how things are navigating. So I'd never think it will go away. But I think what would be wonderful is if it could um, uh, be supported uh, a little bit more wholesomely um, and not always brought down to just the economics, which politicians love. They do. And our society would not be our society without that creative aspect, without, without you know, all of the arts yeah. and all of the film. So finally, now this is the big one. Do you think there's going to be a show must go on too? <laughs> you got a lot to talk about go, then. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about a show must go on too. Um, I'm certainly really interested in uh, now that I've um, gone on the personal journey myself, like uh, mental health, well-being, and helping people navigate their emotional and psychological worlds is is something that I'm really, really passionate about. Um, and and I'm also intrigued with other industries and how they're navigating these kind of issues and it was quite surprising with the show must go on i mean we're hoping that it was going to reach beyond the arts and entertainment industry and we're really you know pleasantly surprised that people from completely different industries were reaching out and saying thanks i I really I, i could see myself in the film um and i guess that was something that we're hoping um so it was great that it achieved that but, um, yeah, I think there's, there's a lot of people not sure exactly how to navigate these issues in their life. And ultimately, it's a human issue that we're talking about, regardless of what industry you are in, or, you know, all, all the core issues kind of come back to the same human thing. Um, so I'm kind of interested in other, other industries like, you know, doctors and lawyers have really bad, you know, um, things going on, uh, well-being in their working environments and the military. So there's so many different other industries that I'm kind of going, oh, this is kind of interesting. How does that work over there? And I'm a bit curious to kind of find out more. And what's been great is that with, with the show must go on, you've started this conversation. You've started it. And that's the most important thing is that, as more and more people watch it. And anyone who knows, I think it's still on ABC iView right now, so I'd really you know, encourage you to check it out. Starting that conversation, who knows where it's going to take us. And Ben, I really want to thank you for adding your voice to my conversation because this lockdown has been such an impact on in our industry. I don't know if we'll ever get back to normal, but hearing your um, thoughts today on mental health, I think that's going to help quite a few people navigate through the uncertainty. So... Look, thank you so much for taking your time to talk to me today, Ben. My pleasure. Thank you so much for inviting me on and uh, take everybody out there. We'll be fine. We'll get through this. Don't worry. We will get through this. Thanks, Ben. Thanks, everyone.